the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Four minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. I'm your host every Saturday from 10 to 12 right here on KKNT, and we're talking about car and car repair. I don't have an axe to grind. I'm going to give you the best advice. I'm going to ask you lots of questions, and we're going to work through this, and then I'll make some suggestions, if you don't already have a garage, where you could go. That's how it works. I'm not here to butter my bread, and I'm not here to tell you about my sh- shop, and I would venture a guess that 90% of you don't even know where our shop is at. That's not the purpose of this show. When we talk about car repair places, we talk about good places like Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing in Mesa. He's the only shop in Mesa. Some of them have applied, but they didn't pass the muster, and I am the filter. So m- me and a team. So if you have lots of complaints, we look at your review, we look at your Better Business Bureau record, we look at and talk to your vendors as you pay his you know, bill on time and all that other kind of stuff. So Thompson's doesn't have that problem. They've been around since 1907. Brian and Thelma's family has been in the gas station business since the mid-60s in Mesa. So Brian and Thelma grew up in the gas and car repair arena. They have ASE certified technicians. They're going to keep your vehicle in tip-top shape. They're going to tell you what's wrong and give you an estimate, and they're not going to lie to you. So they're on Main Street, just east of Stapley, centrally located, Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. Greg, good morning. How can I help you? Yeah, I just want to thank you for bringing up a point that I've heard numerous times on your show because I try to listen as much as I can every Saturday before work. Thank you. I work for a big box retailer auto parts place, and I've worked in the dealers as well in auto parts. And when they hook up those scan tools and when they try to tell people you know, this will fix this and this will fix that. I hear it all day long, and I get tired of it. And I just want to thank you for bringing that to light to these people that call in. They don't get the correct advice when they go to the parts places. You know, um, I'm... I'm. Uh, give me a minute here. I have to compose myself. <laughs> um, I have to be as nice as I can, but... We don't know one another, yes. I didn't tell you to call in, right? Okay. Right. That's that's the number one thing that wads my panties up is is that kind of misdirection. And every single one of them do it. And these every kids are out there and they have this little cigarette thing. A good story. My mother in law takes her car in and the guy goes out and says the battery's fine. Okay? Battery's fine. So she brings it over to my house. Now, we need 9.6 in order to crank the starter. And you hit the key, it starts at 13, and it drops to 5. That's a problem. It's a big problem. <laughs> so, so then I charge the battery, and it comes up to 13 volts. 
and I hit the key and it's 9.6. Oh, maybe the starter's bad. So I hammer on the starter, it doesn't do it. I take an inductive amp probe and I go to the starter and it's drawn tremendous amps. I take the starter off and I spray WD-40 in there thinking maybe it'll spin and it starts. But it doesn't start the next time or the next time or the right. next time. Yeah. It's not a ground. So I take it back in. The guy looks at it and he goes, it's okay. And I said, well, let's just check the battery. So I said, I'll crank it over and you look. Why? Well, we're looking for 9.6 or, or more. What does that mean? Oh, God almighty. Yeah. So I went in, and I happened to know the manager. I said, would you come out here and look? And he comes out, and he goes, well, tell me what you got. And I told him, he goes, hey, come over here. Change this battery out. She went and didn't get nothing done. Um, I, I was lucky because I, I had a friend there. But the idea is is that the auto parts people, they're all good. We buy from them. Right. Uh, just like everybody else does. I don't spend ten thousand, twenty thousand dollars a month there, <laughs> but I buy lots of hubcaps and paint there. Yeah, and and so the idea is is that they're there to sell parts, and 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 Greg, you said it perfectly. It's the code and that those little cigarette lighter things that they plug into your car don't have a prayer in hell of telling you exactly what's wrong. They just have a symptom that's given a code. It's, it's like going to the pharmacist and, and telling them you got chest pains and what do you got behind the counter that I can I can try. Well, all you know, of my to, go ahead. All of my years in automotive parts, which I have more than three whiskers, and I hear you say that, and it makes me laugh every time. <laughs> I try to tell these new young men and women in the auto parts sales that most of them they barely have auto parts knowledge, let alone auto parts repair. They have none. And I try to tell them and throttle them back, stating, don't try to solve the customer's problems when you go out there with the scan tool. Give them the information. Let them determine. Don't give the advice of repairs. And, you know, some of the retailers do tell you don't offer repair advice, but they get overwhelmed into trying to solve the customer's problems. I'm like, you're, you're harming them, not benefiting them, and it drives me nuts. Well, and then the, the, the pretty girls always get a, a diagnosis. Because oh, they get more than that. <laughs> well, no, leave that alone, Greg. Yeah, don't get Mark. Don't get Mark started on that now. <laughs> wipe clean, wipe clean, erase, erase, erase off of Mark's hair. <laughs> um, Greg, um, I think from a marketing point of view, and I know I'm going to hit you this, and you too. I would think that they say, "Well, you have a code one, two, three, four, five. And I'll tell you, there's a couple of guys in this neighborhood that really do a good job of following that to the end of the diagnostic stream. And would you tell them, Mark from ABC Auto Parts sent you to them? Yeah. There's a good chance they're going to buy that part for somebody who referred to them. Right. And that's a better choice than saying, this is what we need to do. Well, and I tell you, it's cheaper to have... uh somebody that knows what they're doing, diagnose your car, then have the parts store do it. I, I, I get customers that come in and spend hundreds of dollars putting parts in their car and not even fix, not even come close to fixing the problem. And then they bring it to us, and, and usually the, the cost of what they spent at the parts store was half they would have spent at my shop. That's almost, you're saying half the time. I'm yeah. saying, in my case, 80% of the time. 80, and you open up the hood, and what do they got? A new EGR, a new idle air control motor, a new TPS, a new oxygen sensor, yep. a new fuel pressure regulator. You got all this stuff. Yeah. And then you get underneath there and find out that there's a huge um, problem in the fuel tank for substandard fuel pressure. Yeah. And so then you run a test, and you go, okay, well, I'm 12 pounds off spec, so you got a fuel pump. So me, I'm going to print off the return line, go drive it, the fuel pressure comes up. Well, maybe it's the fuel pressure regulator. Those kinds of things I, we would do. I can't tell you how many times that these customers come in with YouTube videos on their phone 
<laughs> and they're trying to tell me that this is the part, and I'm like, that is not the part. This is the part. They can't even get the part right. Then they spend t- money left and right replacing all these parts that still doesn't turn off the check engine light or fix the vehicle, and then what they end up come doing is coming back with a handful of used parts wanting their money back because everybody's telling them what's going to fix the check engine light, and it makes me insane. It, yeah, that's called YouTube University. YouTube. Everybody's oh. an expert. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do, I think what I want to do is open up a, uh, a website. Um, you know, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble <laughs> over that thought. I think you I, should. I'm, I'm thinking I'm, thinking I'm going to become uh, an expert in the circumcision of male dogs. <laughs> I'm going to sell a kit, and every time your dog barks, I'm going to give you this kit, and it's going to make him better. But that's how ridiculous. You know that, Greg. You know that, yeah. David. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's that crazy out there with car parts. Uh, I tell Greg, and, and you've probably heard me say that, if that son of a gun is so good at diagnosing cars, he'd be working for me for fifty to a hundred thousand dollars a year. There Absolutely. would be yep. no reason why he'd be a minimum wage employee at an auto parts store. We're starving I for have people a, in this industry, you know, and it's true. I, I have a friend who is GM world class certified tech. Mm-hmm. He spent a lot of money. He flies all over the United States to maintain his certifications. He makes really good money because he's super smart. Moved to Hawaii, works at a GM dealer in Hawaii, and he's successful. He doesn't work at an auto parts store, and he doesn't work, you know, he he knows what he's doing, and it just makes me nuts. And, and you're absolutely right on every single thing you said. The diagnostic procedure is real simple. A symptoms conversation, some maybe a test drive, then you're going to diagnose the problem, you're going to bid the problem, you're going to fix the problem, and then you better damn well go drive the car to make sure it's gone. Right. That's the easiest thing you have to do. But your guy, if that GM guy's flying around and, and either giving testing or taking classes, and then he ends up in Hawaii, he's 100 k a year guaranteed. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, guaranteed. guaranteed. And you touched on something, too, that, you know, when nine times out of ten, when a customer brings a car apart in our, our shop, it's usually the wrong part. They, they, exactly. They, they're not even, it's not even close to what they've got on their car. Yeah. But here's the problem with that. Okay. So you come in and you hand me this EGR and you say, put this on. Mm-hmm. I have to say why. Right. Who told you this? Well, just put it on. Uh, I, I, the auto parts guy said, no, I'm not going to put it on. And they go, what do you mean? And I said, here's what happens. I put it on your car, and the problem and the code still are there. Now the question becomes, did I put it on right? So I have to prove to either you or the auto parts store that I did put that on right. So then the auto parts store is going to keep blaming me. And I'm going to say it's not my problem. I put it on. You told me to do it. So you have this dichotomy where we're the bad guys. Well, and I got a story for you. You know, I had a customer. This is probably 20 years ago, and I learned a valuable lesson from this. I had a customer bring a part into my uh, shop, and I asked him, why? Why are we putting Mm -hmm. this on your car? He says, because I'm a lot older than you, and I know more than you do, and this is going to fix my problem. I said, well, you're sure about that, right? And he said, yeah, I'm sure. So I put it on his car. And um, he drove out of there, and he called me five minutes later, and he said, uh, my check engine light's still on. And mm-hmm. I said, yeah, I didn't diagnose your car. You did. He said, well, you're the professional. I'm not. After that, <laughs> I learned a valuable lesson. I never do that again. I, customers come in with their parts, and they want me to put them on. I don't want to be in the middle of that. I, 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 and he was right. I am the professional. Why would I listen to him? Why would I put that part on his car when I didn't test it myself? We have a disclaimer. It says, I, Mark Salem, have instructed the... Salem Boys Auto, 
to replace this EGR. I accept full responsibility for the performance of my problem afterwards. Yeah. And then it goes on to some legal jargon that basically says, I'm not going to stop payment on my credit card. I'm not going to do any of that. The bottom line is, is I accept full responsibility for diagnosing of my own car. And if Salem Boys puts the EGR on and I still have the problem, then I'm not going to stop payment on my check or my credit card. Yeah. So it's, to be honest with you, we pull that out maybe one or two times a week. It's not a real common problem. But if the guy comes in, and you know the kind of guy I'm talking about, he's got a hairy chest, he's got the hair, hair coming out of his neck, he's probably a millennium, he, he's telling <laughs> us what he, he wants us to do, Get, what am I going to say? Well, it doesn't, it doesn't stop him from writing you a bad review. That's, that, that's the thing okay. that, that, I mean, even if you do it and you write all that stuff down, like you said, they can still get on the keyboard and, and bash you on, on the Internet. Okay. Yeah. All right. But I can say something that's going to eliminate a bad review. I'm going to say, in my head, I'm saying $75 diagnostic. Um, it's going to be $200 to change that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay. Just hit them, hit them between the eyes with a big estimate. They're yeah. going to go away, have yeah. somebody else's problem. Now, the worst they can say is, is man, they're expensive. Yeah. That's the worst. Yeah. But the best that can happen is we don't have to deal with that. Yeah. You, I'll bet once a week or twice a week we give somebody, we hit them right between the eyes yeah. with the three, what we call three times. If it's $100, it's $300 because it's a nice way to say goodbye. Right. So anyway, thank you for bringing that up, Greg. I don't think I've ever had anybody from the parts department have, have this conversation with me. It was awesome. Since 1988, I've been on the radio, and I've never had that. And the way he spoke clearly yeah. tells you and I he's been in that business. Yep. Okay, he wasn't somebody who happened to be trying to fool you and I. So, yeah. Greg, thank you for calling. 602-508-0960. Gil, real quick, do we have anybody in the wings? Jim, you stay right there, and we'll be back in just a minute. Hello. I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works, we want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434, Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app, your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This Sunday, William Wolfe will interview Middle East political commentator David Mayor-Levy about the recent developments in Israel and the ramifications of the so-called deal of the century. A show you do not want to miss. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. Take an ordinary putty knife and scrape off the old wax ring. Place the new wax ring over the flange... Then line up the bolts with the bowl and gently set in place, making sure a proper seal is created with the flange and drain. Next? Um, 
Dad? Uh, yeah, sweetie. Is that an old plumbing manual? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, honey. We really need to get some new books. Right, um, do, do you want me to stop? Nah, I kind of want to know how it ends. Okay, tighten the bolts, line up the flushing valve to the opening in the top of the bowl, and secure the tank with a screwdriver and crescent wrench. <laughs> the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Every 20 seconds, another kid drops out of school. If we do nothing, 3.5 million kids won't receive a diploma over the next four years. United Way knows that kids who have a caring adult in their life are more likely to make it. And the difference between a dropout and a graduate could be you. Take the pledge to volunteer now at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Patriot app tip number seven. Not only is the app the best place to listen to your favorite Patriot shows and podcasts, but look out for special contests, giveaways, and even scratch games right at your fingertips. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. The Seth Leapson Show, where the most important voices speak. Our good friend, William J. Bennett. Congratulations. I look forward to coming on again. Friend and scholar, Heather MacDonald. Thank you, as always, for having me on, Seth, and you're absolutely right. John Hinderocker from the Powerline blog. Great to be with you. Thank you, Seth. To me, the finest man in public service, Bill Montgomery. Thank you very much, Seth. Thanks for the conversation. Professor Alan Dershowitz. Anytime you want me on your show, I'm here. (laughs) I love intelligent talk. Weekdays from 3 to 6 on 960 The Patriot. Patriot app tip number seven. Not only is the app the best place to listen to your favorite Patriot shows and podcasts, but look out for special contests, giveaways, and even scratch games right at your fingertips. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Don't miss a thing with the all-new Patriot app. Just visit your app store and download today. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. And just like we promised, we're, I've got business to take care of, but we're taking Jim right out of the chute. Jim, what can we do for you? Hey, how you doing? Uh, Mark, uh, I call in every once in a while. You always give great advice. Well, thank you. So thank you. I'm, I'm calling about a generic question. This one's about a 98 Dodge Ram 1500 two-wheel drive. Okay. But th- th- it's a generic question because it's from the 94 to 2001 series Dodge Rams. Uh-huh. Um, they usually have 318 or the 360s mm-hmm. engines in it, and this is an oil leak. It's the you know bell housing between the engine and transmission, mm-hmm. and you have a little oil leak. Okay. And I made sure, at least on ours, it's not tranny fluid, so it is oil. So it okay. is the engine oil. And I know there's a pan gasket that kind of goes up in that area if you take off the pan, and there's what the rear main seal. That's what it. else? What else is there between? the engine and the transmission that could leak um it's a 1500 dodge ram 98 dodge ram i can answer the question is i don't know where the oil pressure switch is but it could be at the back of the intake manifold and there's also if the back of the intake manifold's leaking oil it'll run around the bell housing and make it look like it's a rear main seal so somebody has to put dye in your oil then have you go drive it for a day what's matter? yeah and oh go ahead um, oh and uh, Oh, oh uh, uh, and when it's an idle, it doesn't drip at all. It's only when you're driving it when there's, like, oil pressure. 
Okay. Well, you know, then, it starts to drip. I and would, and it, I looked up underneath or where the uh, intake manifold is. It's not coming. It's definitely coming from inside the bell house. That's it. So not not from up top. It's definitely coming. No from question. No down no below. question. No question. No right. question. I know, but I've heard that before. Yeah, me too. Um, you, and then you've given me a symptom I've never heard before, and it it only leaks when it's running. Uh, yeah, it, it, like like we let it idle for an hour, one drop. But then if you put it in gear and you drive it around the block, come back. There's like four or five drops okay. that drip out real quick. All right, I'm so not diagnosed like in it based when, when on that pressure. because that's a red herring. Yeah, yeah, we're not that, yeah. that that that. The answer to your question is is after we fix the car. So once we yeah. fix the oil leak, we'll say, oh, well, that explains why <laughs> it's purple on Monday and Tuesday it's yellow. That that that's what yeah. it is. Somebody's gonna. I'm gonna give you the best advice I can. Somebody has yeah. to put dye in it. They're going to put funky glasses on, and they have a special light. And the wherever sure. the oil's leaking is going to be orange, yellow, purple, lime green, whatever color. Uh, whatever color it is. And you can follow yeah. the stain all the way to the leak. But that's what you have to do. Sure. I can't tell you where it's at, because um, what happens is is that I guess here, and, and and the and the caller says no, and then I guess here, and the caller says no, and pretty soon I've guessed everywhere possible, and the caller says no. Yeah. You're you're. Not, I'm not talking about you, but I'm talking about other callers. So that's kind of what it is. Do you have a garage? Yeah. And, okay. um, oh, 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 yeah. Okay, um, well, I, I'm out here in Queen Creek. Um, okay. But the, 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 there is, besides the rear rain seal and pan gasket, is there any other seals kind of in the back of the engine? Or what's is that your, kind of the What two you're main telling ones? us doesn't match what you're telling us. Okay. Okay? The rear main okay. seal is probably going to leak when it's running, but it's going to leak when the engine's off, too. And the pan okay. gasket's not going to leak ever because the oil level never gets to the top of the pan. We don't yes. fill the pan yes. full of oil. So, you okay. know, strike one on your rear main seal, strike two on your, on, your, um, on your pan gasket. But certainly what's killing us right now is your analysis that it leaks here and it doesn't leak here. Let's throw that out the window and let's just go diagnose the problem. That's really okay. what we need to do. So yeah. your your hypothesis is going to send somebody in the wrong direction, and I think that's dangerous for you. So anyway, thanks a lot, Jim. Thank you very much. Lee, you're up next. How can we help you? Um, you have said a number of times, I'm listening to you, that uh, with the uh, high-ticket cars, uh, they don't necessarily have to have the premium gasoline. I had an older Mercedes, and I took your advice and dropped on a notch, never having a problem. Right now I have an old stick Lexus ES330, and I'm wondering, does that call for premium gas? It'll say when you open up the gas cap or the gas door, it'll say premium only or something like that. This, You're, you're right. I did say just not too long ago that you don't need a premium gas in your car because everything since 1981 has a computer that's going to control it. So if it, Now, this is, this is 100 times in the blink of an eye, this, the transmission of information, 100 times from and to in the blink of an eye. The computer's watching the knock sensor. The knock sensor says, oh, my God, the engine's pinging. The computer tells the distributor, back off a degree. Hey, knock sensor, is he still there? Yeah, it's still there. Back off another degree. This happens a thousand times. So I say from 1981 and north, let me change your question. Mark, do you have anything that, that calls for super? Yes, I have a Camaro and a Corvette. Do you put super in them? No, I don't. <laughs> if your mother had a Lexus, would you put super or tell her to do right? I tell everybody, buy the cheapest gas you can. There's not going to be a difference. 
on maybe 1% of the cars out there that have blowers or fancy turbos, some high-performance, high-compression vehicle, maybe they may need it. But as far as your Lexus and Toyota is concerned, here's the blind taste test. Are you married? No. Okay. You had a girlfriend? Yes. Okay. Tell your girlfriend to go fill up the car and not tell you what it is. Let it get down below a quarter tank and just say, hey, honey, I'll take you to dinner or whatever. And don't tell your husband. And go have her fill it up and, t- and not tell you what it is. And, and after you do that a couple times, um, you're never going to know the difference. Never. <laughs> never. Uh, wait a minute. I want to make sure I understand. So you don't have to go to the premium, but what, what's the next one down? 89 or did you just say the cheapest gas possible? That's what I said. L- let me let me give you an example, okay, real quick. Okay. Uh, super gasoline, in an exaggerated way, one drop of fuel ignites, this is super, one ignites two, two ignites four, four ignites six. Def, you got it? Regular, one ignites a thousand, and a thousand <laughs> ignites a million. <laughs> So the burn time is longer. The push on the piston is longer. We're talking a millisecond. A millisecond. So mm-hmm. that's that's zero. That's point zero zero zero. A whole lot of zeros before we see a one. So my point is, is the explosion is the difference. And very few people, I would say, ninety nine percent of the people could not tell what I put in their car on a regular basis. So if I came over to your house and filled that up four times, I can guarantee you, you base, the most you could do is guess right twice. That's it. So you mean putting chrome, chrome hubcaps on my vehicle won't make it go faster? You know, I, I saw your van out there and those white tires and those Mac wheels. Did your wife approve those? <laughs> okay, 602-508-0960. Don't go anywhere because we're gonna, we, we just got talk, done talking to Lee and Bobby. You're up next, so you stay there. But we have four lines open, 602-508-0960. Dave Martin from Martin's Auto Repair. He's on 16th Street south of Indian School. He's near the Central avenue corridor so if you need a car repair shop may i suggest martin's auto we'll be back dave and i right after this did you know rain tree auto repair is ranked number one in the entire united states by mercedes-benz for their repairs andy val the dad and his sons tom and paul operate rain tree auto body in north scottsdale they've been around since 1972 sure they fix kias and hondas and chevys and fords but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the mercedes-benz Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Rain Tree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Rain Tree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Rain Tree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. When driving in Arizona, move over or slow down for any flashing lights. Move over for tow truck drivers, highway crews, and emergency responders. Move over for any vehicle with its hazards flashing. Because at 65 miles per hour, a vehicle travels over 95 feet in one second. One second that could change everything. When you move over for anyone, you're not just doing it for them. You're doing it for their families. Their lives are flashing before your eyes. Move over, Arizona. Every vehicle, every time. 
It's the law. Please visit moveovereaz.org. This message is brought to you by ADOT, the ABA, and this station. Del Wobbly here. The first thing you're going to have to learn is until you stop expecting the politicians or anyone else to change your life, your life isn't going to change. The only person who can change your life is you, but you need to know how. Listen to my show, the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. Listen every Saturday at 12 o'clock noon, right here on AM 960, The Patriot. You're never too old, too wacky, too wild to pick up a book and read with a child. This is Andrew Morrill, president of the Arizona Education Association. Reading to your child now can spark a lifetime of reading and learning. Parents, we know you're tired at the end of a long day, but by taking just a few minutes to read with your child, you'll be setting them on a path towards reading and learning on their own. And studies show students who read and are read too do better in school and in life. So have books that interest your child around your home. If your child enjoys sports, have books about sports. If your child enjoys ballet, have books about dancing. With parents and teachers working together, every child in Arizona can learn to read. And reading may be the most important thing they'll ever learn. A message from the Arizona Education Association. to deliver a very important message about this radio station, 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust in Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. All about that demon, all the more beautiful. 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. And uh, Mr. Martin is sitting here next to me, Dave Martin from Martin's Auto. And real quick, let me tell you about Strictly Diesel Service and Repair on Pinnacle Peak Road, just south of I actually south of I-17 on Pinnacle Peak Road. Strictly Diesel Service and Repairs. They do just domestic light and foreign domestic diesel trucks. But if you have a car, they'll also check your oil. They'll also do all kinds of stuff like that. So you can have the best of both worlds at Strictly Diesel. But if you have a diesel nobody else can fix, then I suggest you go see Strictly Diesel. Bobby, how can I help you today? Hey, Mark. Uh, I had a question about I'm putting new rotors on the front. And um, when I took the old ones off, I noticed some rust and corrosion with the rotor fits onto the hub, uh-huh. you know, it's kind of metal to metal there. Yes. Is there anything, when I put these new rotors on, you know, I cleaned up the little bit of rust and everything, is there anything I can put on there, any kind of something I can apply to prevent that from happening again? Well, let me change your question. Uh, Mark, Do you what do you do with the debris between the rotor and the hub? And the answer is nothing. 
here's the bad news. If I said to you, hey, Bobby, get out your caulk gun and wire brush the, part, the two mating surfaces, so the rotor and the hub, and polish those right. up really good, and then take a big caulk gun and <laughs> do a big circle on one side <laughs> or the other, stick the rotor on there, I've just screwed you up for a long time because that rotor will never run true until you get out some giant air-powered silicone grinder and get all that crap off. Yeah. So if you I really mean, want... But there's no, like... There's no film of grease or anything that would probably migrate, right? Yes, um, but you're right. If you took and, I mean, you got to put a little dab and you just got to kind of rub it in kind of good on both sides and leave no, nothing you can see. This is like rubbing Vaseline on your arm and just the thinnest possible film you could have. I would agree with that. But let's change your question again. Mark, how many times do you see a problem and then you have to repair a problem. Dave, how many times have you seen or repaired a problem where in reality um, it was caused by the debris between the rotor and the hub? Never. Okay. He doesn't have it. But yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a scenario. You rotate the car tires on a car from back east. The rotor wobbles a little bit. You put the tire back on. You torque it down and now it's got a, a pulsation. Right. Bingo. Yeah. yeah. We, we, okay. But how many times does that happen a year? Yeah, not very often. Okay, maybe once or twice a year for us. Getting mud in the rim and having an out of uh, having a vibration happens yeah. more out here. Yeah, and that's that's really what Bobby's doing. He's dancing around that subject yeah. because his yeah. wife is out off road in his car. Yeah. That's exactly right. <laughs> so, Bobby, don't do anything. Just a thin film of grease, and I would use like a okay. wheel grease, something that's kind of thick. I don't want you to use a thirty weight oil. Just a thin film of grease on the hub or on the drum or both. Just the thin as possible. Okay. Can I use that caliper grease? Can you use what? Like, you know, the caliper, you know, that grease that comes caliper with grease. the... Yeah, that would be okay. Yeah. Yeah, that would be okay. We don't have a huge rust problem okay. out here, so I don't yeah. think that's going to be a future yeah. are problem. Are you from Arizona? So it's not going to migrate or anything when it heats up enough. Right? And, and we are worried about you spinning that off, but think about this. The rotor has a hat. When you set it down flat, it has a hat. It looks like a hat. So when yeah. you spin when you spin the hub, it's really going to get on the inside of the hat of the rotor. It's not going to get on the rotor surface. So right, right. I know what you so, mean. Yeah. Alrighty, Bobby. Right here in front of me. Oh, one other thing. Yeah. Um, you ever heard of this? I, I came out of uh, Chapstick Ford the other day, and I heard them talking about. I got this phobia, and it's it's uh, you know fear of speed. We call it velocophobia. Uh huh. Uh huh. Have you ever heard of it? Uh, my mother used to have it. My wife has it. Neither yeah, one of them right with 25 me. Yeah, if I go over 25 miles an hour, I, 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 I Mark, it's just you. <laughs> and it, it, it only happens, though, when, when there's a woman driver. I don't know if that... <laughs> oh, I'm not going there. You, 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 I wasn't born yesterday. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, yeah, and, th- that's you, bad. You, you, forget she, that. Uh, okay, Bobby, thank you very much. She's driving with a uh, And Bobby, on. and we're going to go to Nick now. And Nick, how are you? What can we do for you? I'm doing fine. I'm a 72-year-old, gray-haired, geezer guy that's been around cars since 15. Absolutely. High performance, yada, yada. Yep. Okay. So here's something I strongly disagree with. Okay. Okay. On uh, your recent analysis of, of gasoline. Uh-huh. I had a 2006 Toyota Tacoma, four-cylinder, manual tranny. Uh, reading through the owner's book one day just for you know laughs and giggles, and it says you know to use certain octane gasoline. A premium fuel may be added 
uh, when desired for extra performance. And I thought, yeah, sure thing. So I run it down to real low on the tank, fill it up with premium, start driving it, and I had to drive the pace in the next day. Night and day different. I could not believe it. Okay. I can't argue with that kind of an analysis. I, I can't. Um, I, I'm... I'm an expert in oil, and I'm an expert in fuel, and, and I'm capable of describing the, the, the flame front and the time it takes to explode. Up until the time you said that you had a 06 Toyota, um, I was going to agree with you that everything before 80, they, there, there would have been a difference. But before 80, they didn't have adjustable timing. They didn't have adjustable right. fuel. They didn't have all these different. They had, they, it was different. Today, the computer yeah. runs everything. So if the computer sees a knock, it, it knocks off a degree of timing. But one degree that yeah. we know it doesn't really make. But I'm not going to argue with success if that's what you had. But I would, I, would, I would say to you, you and I are in the bathroom together. Okay, we're side by side. And we're talking, having this conversation, I would say to you, I wish there was more testing than that. And, and here's the testing. Your wife goes out <laughs> and puts, puts the fuel in, and you guess which one she's put in there. Yeah. And, um, and, but, but anyway, I'm not going to argue with you. I'm going to agree with you. Number one, I like that you have gray hair. That's why I'm cutting you a whole lot of slack, because I'm not going to argue with you. you. You made a good point. Well, let me ask you this. What about detergent and the fuel? What about it? Um, do you? I mean, some gas has a lot more they say than others, and stuff like uh, that. I, 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 I've been using QT for several years now. Only okay, they're right around the corner. I, I never had a problem okay uh, with their fuel, but yeah. uh, I, I mean, I was blown away because when you drive the same vehicle, and I've driven this, driven this, I drove, I recently was in an accident and got totaled out. But I drove this vehicle for 150,000 miles, and you know how it is. You know your vehicle. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you drive them every day. And I was completely blown away, for one, to read this in the owner's manual, and then to try it out and actually feel the difference. It was okay. just amazing. And and I'm, I'm sure that there's other guys out there that, that you know, were disagreeing with me when I say it, but you're the one that called it, and, I, and, and that's it. One other thing, and I will touch on the detergent thing, um, it's parts per million. Okay, I tell this story. It's a true story. In 1979, the truck pulls into my mobile station, and it's Calzone, and they're coming from California. It's during the gas crutch time. And so he dumps 9,000 gallons worth of fuel in my unleaded tank. And I said, is that mobile? And he goes, it will be. This is a true story, I swear to God. He gets a five-gallon bucket out of the truck that's covered with saran wrap and rubber bands. It's three-quarters full with a white liquid. He dumps it in the tank. He looks at me and winks his eye, and he goes, now it's mobile. <laughs> That's true. That's wow. a true story. Now, I also talked to a guy that runs the rack, or I'm going to cover his name. He ran the rack over at 59th Avenue, and he says the truck pulls in. It's a Chevron. I push the buttons. They screwed a bunch of gas in there. Pity, pity, pity. And now you're Chevron, Exxon, yeah. QT, whatever, whatever. He says, I know how much stuff goes in that gasoline. So he says, I said, do you agree with me? And he goes, yes, I agree with you. But anyway, we've got to take a break. Eddie, you stay right there. We'll be back.
With you wherever you go, the 960 The Patriot mobile app, your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. You need a plan as you get closer to retirement. A plan that will take you from where you are now to the retirement you've always dreamed about. The first step on that path is to tune in to Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis every Saturday morning at 8. Your host is Phyllis Sachs-Pilvinas. She's the founder of PSP and Associates. You only retire once, but Phyllis helps people retire every day. Don't miss Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis every Saturday morning at 8 on 960 The Patriot. Take a look under your bed. Find stuff under there? What about jobs? No? Now try your basement. There's a pair of overalls that overall you're not so into anymore. A perfectly good laptop that hasn't sat in your lap in months. And even more stuff, but still no jobs? Well, you really have both. See, stuff is defined as household articles considered as a group. Sometimes this stuff is no longer needed. Wait, no longer needed? That can't be right. Because remember those jobs you were looking for? Those are really needed, and they're the stuff inside your stuff even inside that winter coat that moved with you to Phoenix. Our job is to unlock those jobs, and it starts when you donate your stuff to your local Goodwill. Here's how we do it. When you donate to Goodwill, we sell your stuff to provide job training for people right here in your community. So just by teaming up with Goodwill, you help create jobs. And isn't that worth parting with the leftover keytar from your 80s cover band? Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I, I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I trail. Grow up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny I up, porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Hello, friends. Well, Hope Fest Phoenix is just around the corner. On March 28th at North Phoenix Baptist Church, we will have our annual amazing event, free medical, dental, and vision services with over 150 agencies, all there to help you or those you know who need connection and services to people who care. All of this is done in a welcoming environment. If you cannot attend but would like to help, please visit Hope Fest PHX to donate and learn more. Patriot app tip number two. Set the Patriot as an alarm clock. Open the app, click in the upper right-hand corner, and select Alarm Clock. It's that easy. And now you'll wake up to the Patriot. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. You have questions. Let us be the answer. 960 The Patriot. <laughs> Struggling there, Mark. I am, I am, I am. You got that right. Okay, real quick, before I go to the to the caller, and I'm sorry, Autodynamics is Sun City's largest and most trusted source for complete automotive services. I know that to be a fact. Chuck Knighty owned it and operated it and opened it in 1982, and today 
Derek, his son, is now running it, so it's on its second generation. And as most of the time, the second generation's a tad better than the first. And that's exactly the, the situation with Autodynamics. North side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue. Eddie, you're up. Yeah, thanks for taking my call. What I got is an 83 Chrysler, Fifth Avenue. It's a 318 engine. Okay. And what I got, a lot of times when I stop for the light, it will shake. The engine will shake a little bit. And when I give it the gas to go, it's got power, no problem. A lot of times I'll stop or I'll just start it and let it run. She'll uh, shake a little bit. Okay. I, I, David, I'm thinking he's got a miss, an intermittent miss. And so if if you, you describe an intermittent miss perfectly, because what I heard you say is, is there are times it runs rough and there's times it's very smooth. And so yeah, um, an right. EGR valve could cause that. Yeah. Um, if, if I were your shop, I would, and you too, disconnect the EGR, put a pencil in the EGR line and say, hey, try this. And you say, fixed, yeah. bingo, we're done. So we're going to clean or replace the EGR, but it could be a spark plug, a spark plug wire, a distributor, a cap, or a rotor. It could be a. Uh, it's got a pickup assembly because it's an old enough car. There's a lot of things it could be. Um, yeah. It, it, give me a, any other cup. I mean, a vacuum leak, some kind of a vacuum leak. Yeah. Um, old cars with vacuum leaks. Uh, you know. Yeah. And they have a, like a module on there too. Yeah. Yeah. But the, that module is a no start, yeah. no matter how hard you crank me yeah. or intermittent die and install. Let me ask you a question. When was the last time you had somebody do spark plugs and wires on it, or how many miles are on it first? Eighty. It's got eighty-four right now. Eighty-four thousand. Visual mileage. I've well, bought you've been it driving years. the wheels I off that from a private owner. Yeah. So you're 17 so, plus 20, so it's 37 yeah. years old. It shouldn't be that hard to yeah. figure out, though. Yeah. And uh, the thing of it is, is have you ever had spark plugs in it? Oh, yeah. I okay. put them in. But okay. I wanted to tell you one thing what I found. One night, because uh, I have a little drip in the front seal on the train. So okay. I open the hood. I always check it because I don't use the car much. I might use the once in one. I go open the hood. I found a wire going to the curl, and it was the wire was dried out and cracked. So what it was doing when I had at nighttime, I seen a little spark. Because it was hitting like a, a ground thing going sure. to the firewall. Yeah. So I yeah. changed that. I, I I changed. I had extra wire, so yeah. I took that off and put a clip on the end, put it back on the curl, and that was okay. Now it's done. And there's and, not no spark. On and that. that's but, good. That's a good thing that you did that. Um, yeah. I was going to suggest to you that you get a spray bottle of water at night, get it to yeah. miss, and then walk around the car and spray everything, and you'll see a spark if it's a, if it's a leaking spark. But there's a good chance you're also going to get knocked on your butt. <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do that. And, you and so, change, change the plug? Because I uh, had plugs for it. No, I, I would have just bought a coil wire at an auto parts store. Yeah. That's what I would have done. And I would have bought a little tube of dielectric grease and it's like petroleum jelly, and I'd put it on both ends of the coil wire and snap them back in, and I'd be done with it. 
So that's what I would do. But I think you did a good job. I think it was really smart to open the hood at night, start it up, and yeah. see that it's missing, and then open, then look and see where I could see it. And uh, and you could have put some black tape around that and driven it for another week and say, it's problem solved, stop by the auto parts store, give me a coil wire, and we're done. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But if it's gone, that's the way it is. And, and Eddie, thank you. Thank you very much for that. Okay. Um, it's, and, and, Eddie, there is one other thing. If you have an intermittent spark like that, just have your wife grab a hold of the wire and then just tap the starter. And, and if she jumps and uses bad words, then you've just found the problem. <laughs> Yeah, and I know. The, <laughs> any hate mail send to Mark Salem. <laughs> well, here, here's the deal. Here's okay, the deal. I think what you say, I'll do that. Put a little bit on each spark plug and put them back on and see what happens. And if she's standing in wet slippers, it's even more fun. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to tell you a story. It's a true story. It's a true story. I'm working on a Camaro. I want to pull the steering column out. I can't get the column out. So I don't know that there's a collar down there and the shaft has an indentation in it where the bolt goes through and holds the steering shaft. So I've got the bolt loose and I'm pulling on it, okay? This is right after we were married. And um, I'm pulling on it and I'm beating on it and I can't figure it out. All I really needed to do was take the bolt out and it would come right out. Right. So I'm just hammering and hammering and hammering and hammering. So finally, I finally get it and it comes off, hits me in the face and it rips the headliner up. I have just cost myself hundreds of dollars in a 70 Camaro Z28. About that time, Renee comes out, and she's wearing her bathrobe. She's got her hairs in curlers, and she says, You want to kiss goodnight? <laughs> it wasn't pretty from that point. <laughs> yeah, take a look at this big dent in my head. Look at the guy oh, you want to kiss. <laughs> you know. But anyway, we've been married 46 years, so she's put up with me a lot. And, and and you've heard this before, in every marriage, here's my here's my marriage counselor thing. In every marriage, there's a Snow White and a Jack the Ripper. Yeah. Somebody somebody kisses the kids, somebody spanks the kids. Somebody grounds the kids, and somebody hugs the kids. So there's always that. In my family, Renee was so mean to those kids. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you, you, you might not make it another year. You keep going. <laughs> uh, you know what? She, she said the other day, she says, you know, you just don't walk the line. She says, you walk on the edge of the line of life. And I said, no, I don't. I dance on it. <laughs> I dance down the street. You know, it's, if you sat in the middle lane of your life all your life. It's no fun. Yeah. You got to get in trouble every once in a while. You got to step in a little cow poop every once in a while. And when you do that, here's the magic words. I'm sorry. That's it. <laughs> Well, and you keep that cardio going in her. You know what I mean? She oh, don't have yeah. to go to the gym, man. She's mad at you all the time. <laughs> she, and, 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 Renee, Renee, I get home, and there's three flags hanging from the garage, but red, yellow, and black. <laughs> and the red and black one's the same, I think. <laughs> yellow means you're in trouble, but come on in. Anyway, black. I'll tell you who else is in trouble is Blackwell Automotive. Tom's been my friend for many years. We're two peas of the same pod. We're, di- we're brothers from different mothers and all that other kind of stuff. So a lady calls me and she says she wants to put air conditioning in her truck and she wants to put power steering in a 70 Chevy pickup truck and then she wants to put power brakes on it. She's already had the neighbor guy take this $3,600 air conditioning kit, but he can't quite do it. So I call one shop and he goes, I don't want no part of that. He says, what happens if parts are missing? I call the next shop and he goes, oh, no, no, I'm not. So I call Black One. I said, this is a stupid question. When I blah, 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 you, will you take it? He goes, send her on over. <laughs> so she Caught him on a good day. <laughs> <laughs> I said, are you drunk? <laughs> she brings it by Thursday. She drops it off. He calls her and says, come pick it up Tuesday. So I'm holding my breath. 
and I, her name's Vicky, and I said, um, let's talk in a week. I'm going, I'll know in a week. Yeah. So she calls me back, and she says, I, I couldn't be happier. Everything is absolutely perfect. That's the kind of guy he is. He just you, He's one of those guys that you, you wave the red flag in front of him. Nobody can fix this car, Tom. Nobody can fix this car. Nobody in Arizona, California, New Mexico, Colorado, Nevada. It's been a big circle. You want to take a shot? Bring it on. Yeah. In. <laughs> it's got a great shop, too. Well, and not only that is, is he'll raise his hand and he'll say, that car you sent me, I couldn't find it. Yeah. I couldn't find it. Yeah. And, I'll, and he says, but I agree with you. If you wait, it'll get worse and easier to find. But you don't have any choice. We can start throwing parts at it, or we wait till it gets worse and easier to find. Okay, I'm ready. Who's next? I would be Dennis. Dennis, good morning. How can I help you? Good morning. Uh, that's the story I was thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis is a uh, is an old police friend of mine, and um, the story I told about the steering column um, in a in a more in a in a different venue. Um, it was a better story. <laughs> I'll bet. <laughs> and there was some words, and and, uh, and there was a, a, a the ending was slightly different, but um, that's what he's talking about. He he said something on Facebook the other day. You know what? I was venting on Facebook the other day, really? and I talked about the like word. Now on the Bachelor the other day, according to Jimmy Kimmel. They counted that the girls said the word like 232 times in an hour. Then they had to edit it, and they actually showed 232. Well, I was like this, and you know, you like this, and and then they were like this, and like, 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 like. And then I was mad at the female weathercasters um, because they just bugged me. One guy said this, and I think it was Dennis, but I'm not quite sure. Dennis's serial number was 160. They're up over like 3,000 now. So he's like an old gray-haired guy. He even has hair coming out of the, his, the collar, okay? <laughs> he's an old guy. But he's the kind of guy that you wanted to show up at a bar fight with because he would help you. So nevertheless, when you when you look at the cars and you look at um, the the people on TV now have really long eyelashes, do you remember when we used to tease people about looking like Tammy Faye Baker? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the difference. Yeah. Look at the difference. Today, every girl's got little eyelashes that are interfering with the windshield as they drive the car. <laughs> you got all this mascara on the windshield as they bat their eyes. But we used to laugh at Tammy Faye Baker. Oh, yeah. They were like... And actually, Dennis was married to Tammy Faye at one time or another. But um, he won't admit it, but I'm going to admit it for him. <laughs> You're going to help him out. I'm going to help him out. Dennis the Bork, and anybody that listens to the uh, radio show that, that w- was a policeman in Scottsdale through the 70s, 80s, 90s, or the year 2000, then they wouldn't they would know Dennis. But, Dennis, thank you for bringing that up. He asked me on the thing, what about the time that you were working on your car in the steering column? And I told him, I don't know what you're talking about. All righty. Well, hey, listen. Uh Dave Martin, he's on 16th Street, south of Indian School. He's a second generation, Martin's Auto Repair. It's on the west side of the road. You're open from? Um, 7 in the morning till 5 at night, Monday through Friday. Okay. And been around, how long have you been in charge of the family business? Well, I've been running it probably for the last, I don't know, 30 years. And, and, okay. uh, and I bought it, I bought my dad out about uh, 15 years ago. Well, good for you. Good for you. That's what I'm talking about, <clears throat> the second generation. We've learned from the very best. Mm-hmm. So we know what to do and what not to do by our dad's habits. I'm Mark Salem. Mark at MarkSalem.com. Mark at MarkSalem.com. We'll see you next week.